Thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our goal is to provide tools, resources, and insights that empowers driven individuals to become the masters of their financial independence journey. I'm Peter Donisanu, and today we're going to talk about how policy uncertainty contributed to last Friday's market sell-off. While we strive to focus on long-term market trends related to achieving financial independent success, we believe that the Black Friday sell-off is a canary in the coal mine as we look ahead to the coming year. Certainly, low volumes and technicals contributed to the market sell-off. Still, the broader narrative underlying market sentiment was revealed to be a concern about government policy response to a seemingly never-ending healthcare threat. In many ways, the COVID outbreak is shifting from pandemic to endemic in nature. In other words, COVID is likely here to stay for an indefinite future. That's why a key risk to market sentiment today isn't another outbreak per se, but rather nearsighted government policies that enact near-term economic pain while failing to acknowledge the long-term nature of the healthcare crisis. In today's podcast, we'll discuss why this changing narrative is essential for economic growth in the coming year and what you can do to position your finances for long-term success as inflation and market uncertainties rise in the coming year. So with that, let's jump into today's podcast. Some investors cut short Thanksgiving festivities last week as financial markets sold off on renewed COVID concerns. The World Health Organization declared the latest COVID strain Omicron a variant of concern, leading broad market indices to post their sharpest single-day losses in months. This latest designation from the WHO reflects the fact that the viral strain contains around 50 mutations, 30 more than the main target of many current COVID-19 vaccines, potentially making the virus more transmissible and existing treatments less effective. While the ongoing healthcare situation has created angst in the markets over the past two years, the virus itself is likely not the primary cause of the Black Friday sell-off. To be sure, shortly after the WHO announcement, the U.S., along with the Canadian, Japanese, and EU governments announced travel restrictions on Omicron fears. These actions prompted market concerns about renewed economic lockdowns, while at the same time leading to rallies in some stay-at-home stocks, even as the broader indices posted sharp declines. After a prolonged risk asset recovery following March 2020 lows, many investors are asking whether this latest viral development will be the catalyst for a long-awaited bear market sell-off. Now, many unknowns are surrounding the healthcare and economic implications of the latest viral outbreak. Ever since COVID was discovered in late 2019, the WHO has designated dozens of outbreaks as variants of concern. This ever-changing viral landscape has diminished the prospects of a clean break with the pandemic, leading many experts to conclude that the temporary nature of the healthcare crisis likely will shift into a long-term endemic that society will contend with for some time. For many individuals, last week's outbreak announcement likely came as little surprise and it's very well possible that society at large is already accepting the inevitability that this disease will be with us for months, if not years to come. While a transition from pandemic to endemic may seem natural at this juncture in the outbreak, the trouble for markets is that policymakers 
continue to rely on playbooks that focus on halting a pandemic in the near term rather than addressing the reality that closing businesses and shutting down the economy could cause more long-term harm than short-term benefits. A report from McKinsey & Company, in fact, suggests that in order to adapt to a new reality surrounding the healthcare crisis, policymakers should focus on a four-point approach that includes defining the new normal, tracking disease progress, limiting illnesses and deaths, and slowing transmissions. While these suggestions seem simple enough, the authors of the reports concede that such an approach would require what they consider a monumentous societal shift where every stakeholder plays an important role. And this includes governments building consensus on goals, communicating superbly, and setting the right incentives. Employers taking an elevated role, setting policies for their workplace, and helping their employers think through the changes. Healthcare systems striking the right balance among competing demands and planning for the inevitable outbreaks and surges. And finally, individuals challenging the convictions they've developed in the past 18 months and adopting new behaviors. While such an approach seems ideal, the truth is that policy today remains largely reactionary, as evidenced in the latest travel bans. Additionally, the U.S. administration's recently introduced vaccine mandates aimed at halting the viral spread likely will only exacerbate the U.S. supply chain issues that have contributed to higher-priced consumer goods and persistently high inflation over the past few months. What's more, governments have relied on central banks to buffer the adverse effects of economic slowdowns and restrictions by increasing the availability of capital. Today, however, this approach shows its limits as supply constraints and labor shortages coupled with easy money policies are contributing to historic inflationary pressures. Looking ahead to 2022, we believe that government and central bank policy will remain a key risk to market sentiment. By many measures, COVID is here to stay for the long term. Even so, the policies employed to flatten the curve during the early months of the outbreak are likely not sustainable. To some degree, easy central bank policies and fiscal spending helped offset the economic impact of shutdown measures early in the pandemic. Even so, central bank policy is now showing the limits of its effectiveness and the likelihood of additional monetary and fiscal support next year could be limited should U.S. economic growth begin to stall. That's why we believe that a critical risk to the markets is continued myopic policy response to a long-term healthcare issue as new COVID variants and strains inevitably materialize. On the other hand, one potential positive market narrative in the coming year likely could be the introduction of policies that reflect the endemic nature of the healthcare crisis as outlined earlier in this report. Such an approach could introduce pragmatic ways to live with the virus over the long term and let go of some policies aimed at the failed hope of stopping COVID in its tracks at the cost of economic growth. So, Amidst all these uncertainties, how should you position your finances during this transition from pandemic to endemic? Well, there is little doubt that the ongoing healthcare crisis has challenged many of our financial independence plans for 2021 and beyond. Whether you're still saving up for early retirement goals or have already become financially independent, 
Now is the time to carefully consider your savings and spending strategies for the coming year. If you're still in the accumulation phase of your financial independence journey, now's likely a good time to take a second look at how much you'll likely need to have saved to cover your post-employment lifestyle expenses in the future. The combined effects of healthcare uncertainty and policies to curb viral spreads have put upward pressures on prices this year. While it's likely that inflation rates could come down in the months ahead, the truth is that the price of goods and services will potentially remain elevated for years to come. Indeed, the rapid rise in home, auto, and other consumer goods has reset baseline spending needs for some individuals. From this perspective, your role as an asset accumulator will be to ensure that the baseline financial independence savings goals that you've defined for yourself 5, 10, or 20 years down the road are consistent with the reality of higher prices today. From there, you'll need to determine if and to what degree your savings will need to increase today to meet your new financial independence number for the future. Now, if you're already financially independent and living off of your savings, being prepared for a bout of market volatility while accounting for higher prices in the years ahead likely will be essential to preserving your wealth. No one has a crystal ball on where inflation and market conditions are headed. That's why during times of uncertainty, your investment process is vital to ensuring long-term financial success. To this end, we suggest that you take a multi-pronged approach to ensure that your assets are well-positioned to provide savings longevity. First, as with the accumulators, take the time to reevaluate your long-term income distribution needs when factoring in higher levels of inflation and market volatility using Monte Carlo simulations. After completing this analysis, you may find that your financial wealth could well fall short of your high-confidence savings projections. If this is the case, now may be the time to adjust your near-term lifestyle spending trends by making minor adjustments to expenses which can have a significant impact on your overall savings need. Second, stay committed to a disciplined investment process. Periods of market uncertainty like we experienced last week might tempt you to go all in cash in anticipation of a broad market sell-off. On the other hand, after re-evaluating your savings need, you may be tempted to increase your investment risk exposure to make up for a projected savings shortfall. Either way, when it comes to managing your wealth, focus on what you can control and stay committed to long-term outcomes. Finally, ensure that you have enough cash on hand in the coming months to navigate periods of market uncertainty. The last thing that you'll want to do is sell portfolio holdings to pay for household expenses when markets are in decline. Selling at inopportune times may lead to disappointment and reduce the likelihood of long-term retirement success, especially if you're not in a position to add to savings through employment income. Now, the Black Friday sell-off is likely to be the first of many market fits and starts in the coming year following a strong market rally. Make no mistake, inflation certainly is a concern for households, businesses, and market participants alike. Nevertheless, as we look into the coming year, we believe a key risk to market sentiment likely will be policy missteps that ignore the evolving nature of a COVID pandemic to long-term endemic. On the other hand, policies aimed at responding quickly to healthcare concerns while eliminating restrictions that reduce commerce frictions could be a positive catalyst for market sentiment.
Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery Podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email us at questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity as you pursue your own financial independence journey. Phi Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.